Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. This message is proclaimed daily on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. You can listen to insightful interviews, current events from a biblical perspective, and prophecy that helps you make sense of the world around you as a podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Watchman on the Wall on your favorite podcast platform. Watchman on the Wall daily podcast is available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, and TuneIn. Watchman on the Wall daily podcast, another way to reach the world and proclaim that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. For the next few minutes, I want to focus on the idea of assurance, total and complete assurance in the ability to handle what is before us. Assurance that someone we trust is able to do his part in a task before him, and ultimately that God can be trusted to do what he has promised in his word. I've had the wonderful privilege of working with some of the finest musicians in the world. When one of them takes the stage to play a solo, lead an orchestra, play a magnificent pipe organ, trumpet, piano, whatever, he does so with the assurance that he is fully prepared for the minutes to follow as the spotlight focuses on him. It is hard to single out a piece of music as a perfect example in any aspect of consideration, but few classical pieces of music speak assurance, like the masterpiece written by the French composer Camille Saint-Saëns, his great symphony in C, and the concluding movement that starts out with a senses-awakening, full-throated organ opening chord What follows is some of the most sublime interaction between orchestra and organ ever written. For man today, there is no way to know what kind of music there will be in heaven. So we can only begin to imagine it will be spine-tingling and awe-inspiring. Imagine trumpet fanfares preparing the scene for the saved of all of the ages lifting our voices in praise to our Lord and Savior. Worthy is the Lamb. Years ago, RCA Records released a special four-record LP record set of Christmas music. One of the records featured a full orchestra, very large chorus, children's chorus, pipe organ, and a double brass ensemble. Try to visualize all of that on a stage, a very big stage. I know of no other recording that has ever come close to being able to represent the words majesty and glory or magnificence any better. Even as I write this, memory is playing in the background and I had to stop to hear it again. The first selection was an arrangement of joy to the world. 
for a full minute. There is no way you could tell what song was being set up with the fanfares, the cascading strings, the brass ensembles playing back and forth to each other. They handed the theme back and forth among the sections to get the listener's attention. Just when you think it couldn't have gotten any better, after about four minutes it comes to the end of the song and has a finale that is the total equal to the introduction. For one who has been trained classically or who appreciates good music, it is total overload. And I am totally spoiled. But I fully realize that is out of the ordinary. There aren't many churches, maybe not any, that could match something that incredible. But I don't want that to be an excuse for us to accept the lower than mediocre. What puny stuff we use in many of our churches as we think we're praising the Lord with our songs. The secular world has influenced our acceptance of style over substance. Many of us do not have the discretion to be able to separate the good from the bad, since our taste has never been stirred to recognize excellence or, over time, that our senses have been deadened. I have to believe Satan is happy with the music we present in our churches. Instead of painting a picture of God's majesty, his grace, and the wonder of his plan for us, we rock on with styles that would be fit for a nightclub. Leading up to Isaiah 32, 15 through 17, is a picture painted of desolation. Until the Spirit be poured out upon us from on high, and the wilderness be a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness remain in the fruitful field, and the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness quietness and assurance forever. The word assurance is one thought of today more in insurance advertising than much else. We seldom consider it in our everyday experience. The verses prior in Isaiah are a picture of the world today. When righteousness is the general condition of the land, we will experience a world as God intended it at the time of creation. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Assurance is not a common word in Scripture. Another time it appears is in Hebrews 6, 10 through 12. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Those promises are found from cover to cover in the pages of Scripture. Dig for them like you would dig for precious jewels. Assurance is a good thing. Full assurance takes it a bold step further. Hebrews 10 contains a rallying call for us to consider our current status in God's sight. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, 
that is to say his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. Some of the recent history we have experienced as Americans has been discouraging. People in other parts of the world may also be enduring hardship or difficult times nationally. There have been many who have thrown in the towel and given up. It can be tempting to do so, to be sure. But look at those last few verses. Hold fast, without wavering. Provoke unto love and good works, not forsaking the assembly, exhorting one another. We pity the poor fellow who didn't realize how close to the finish line he was when he gave up. He couldn't see what was around the corner, and he quit. We can't quit. He no longer listened to those on the sidelines trying to encourage him to continue just a little longer. The day of the Lord's appearing is very near. We don't know the day or the hour, but knowing the times and the seasons is required to those who are faithful in watching for the Lord's return. And so much the more as ye see the day approaching. How close might it be? When thinking of the biblical concept of assurance, it's nearly impossible not to think of the great Fanny Crosby favorite, Blessed Assurance. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. Perfect submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending bring from above echoes of mercy, whispers of love. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I, in my Savior, am happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Focus what lies ahead with assurance that our Savior is in control and he will very soon be headed in our direction to take us home to heaven to be with him. What could be more blessed than that assurance? In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that 
When we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin.